We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Work, family, friends, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit the reset button. That's when you reach for an ice-cold Coors Light, the beer that's made to chill. Listen, there's a lot going on in Green Bay right now, and I feel like we could all use a moment to chill with a Coors Light. See, Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Perfect for a moment to unwind. Coors Light is what I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in their all-new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, and as always, celebrate. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. Welcome in everybody to another edition of the Pack a Day podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today on a special episode of the Pack a Day podcast with uh, myself. I am Lord Daniel of House Kotnik, and uh, my partner is uh, Lord Chris of House Schimmel. Lord Chris Valor Magulis, how are you? Valor Harris. Very, <laughs> very good. I can't wait. Finally, the wait is over, and we are being rewarded. With the final six episodes of Game of Thrones coming out next month. Yes, yes, it's going to be very, very good. And I, fi- I, th- I figure this is probably the best time to do this on the podcast before we do our super, super deep dive into uh, everything draft, everything. Right. So I feel like this is the best way because obviously I believe it's uh, April. Is it April twenty first? April seventeenth? I think is um, is is Around when there. the yeah so, is, is when the on a Sunday. Yeah, it's on a Sunday, um, as all major events should be. 
uh, the newest season, the last season of Game of Thrones premiering. And uh, this is an idea that we've kicked around for a little bit, and we thought it'd be just a fun way to kind of break up uh, the off-season blues a little bit and talk about Game of Thrones and how or the characters, how they relate to players that we know, especially on the Packers. I think we've opened it up to uh, kind of anyone NFL if we like. Um, but I think, uh, at least for me, I kind of focused on uh, Packers or tried to keep it Packers as much as possible. I think we were kind of, you know, I, I, th- I think the good thing with this, Chris, is it's kind of open to really however we want to interpret it. Uh, like, you know, any anything in Game of Thrones kind of should be, you know, different theories, different ideas behind it. So, uh, yeah, I'm very excited for this. Oh, yeah, it's our show. We can make any any comparisons we want. Right. That's the beauty of it all. And also, just a warning for any spoilers out there, if you haven't been caught up on the show or you haven't seen it, highly recommend you turn it off right now because we are going to be talking a little bit about some spoilers. It's inevitable. Yeah. And honestly, and honestly, at this point, if you haven't watched Game of Thrones yet, I I don't know how you haven't been spoiled already with some Social of this media, stuff. Of course. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, I mean, should we just start right at the top with the the man, the myth, the legend, Jon Snow? All right. Well, if you're going to compare to me, if you just not just the Packers, but just the entire NFL. OK. I, of course, have Aaron Rodgers as Jon Snow, King of the North. Yeah, yeah, that's no no question about it. Jon Snow and his Valyrian steel blade is like Aaron Rodgers' arm. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate, it. and that I mean that's I mean that's the that's so it fits so well that it's hard to pick something else. I I tried to I tried to move away from that, so mine might be a little bit of a stretch. Uh, I went Matt Lafleur as Jon really? Snow. Um, a new up and up and comer that's now having to take charge, maybe a little bit before his time, uh, knows what he doesn't know, and kind of reaches out to others to manage what he can't. He's very open to you know making things work and bringing harmony to uh, a, a situation where there's been less. Well, then that brings the follow-up question: and then who's Aaron Rodgers in your Game of Thrones universe? Well. Uh, I think the next one down on our list probably answers that because I think the next one we have to go is the Khaleesi herself, Daenerys oh. Targaryen, and that's it's that stuff. And yeah. that's and Ugh. come on, Aaron Rodgers is better than Daenerys. Give me a break. I know, and I think maybe I might have been I might have been forcing the issue because I know that that's Aaron Rodgers' favorite character on Game of Thrones, but uh, for me, it's. It's the whole aspect of he's doing things that we've never seen before, and he's just got this incredible potential that we say only Aaron Rodgers can be doing these things. And Daenerys is the only person that's bringing dragons up in this. So I, that's that's how I kind of relate it. And it, again, it, like I said, a little bit of a stretch. I, maybe I kind of f- forced it in there a little bit, but uh, – Maybe I was just trying to do a, a service. I, I understand to, where you're coming from, but right now I'm going to be the unfortunately I can't believe I'm saying this. I will be the skit bailist to your Stephen A. Smith and <laughs> say that Daenerys is overrated. Overrated. She has very little accomplishments besides hatching dragons that she did on accident. <laughs> but can you? But if her accomplishment is hatching dragons, that's got to count for like a lot more than anything else, right? Yeah, but you know one thing, an honest question that, that drives me nuts is that 
of course, it's gone through. I've read the book so many times, and yeah. so we the show's gone beyond the books. And there was a time, I think it was in season five, where she lost control of her dragons. Mm-hmm. She couldn't control them. Then all of a sudden, it's like no big deal. So I'm just wondering, like, how all of a sudden it just clicked like that. Hopefully, uh, Matt LaFleur and Rogers click just like that out of nowhere. They just click, and then it. hopefully they'll take over, uh, regain Westeros. Like, the Packers will not only regain the NFC North, but the whole NFC, and then hopefully the entire league. So that's on the next on the to-do list, so... So is that is that who you have as Daenerys as Coach Matt Lafleur? If 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 Matt, I, I that that makes a good point because then Aaron Rodgers is definitely Jon Snow, or he's a mix of Jon Snow and the dragons. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? So, so yeah, I will do that. I'll, I'll make Matt Lafleur Daenerys. Uh, of course, my girlfriend and all the other girls are obsessed with Matt Lafleur the same way that a lot of guys are obsessed with Daenerys. So yeah, I think. Those fit in. Now, I I made a whole list of comparing these guys before. I mean, I, I've been doing this for the last couple of years. Yeah. And I originally had, a, you know, the character Edison Tullet. Probably don't. He's now the new lower commander of the Night's Watch. John yes. Snow's best friend. Yes. I had him as I had Jordy Nelson as him because <laughs> I thought Rogers is John Snow. He'll be Jordy Nelson. I and then Gren and Pip. I had as Eddie Lacy and Randall Cobb. And of course, sorry people, spoiler alert, they're dead. And yeah. Lacey's gone and Cobb's soon gonna be gone. So that kind of fits right in again. I like that. And then uh, you know, of course, Tormund Giants Bane, the great Tormund with the big beard. Yeah. I originally had Josh Sitton as Tormund. <laughs> but of course, now Sitton's gone, so I need to think of somebody who would be who'd be Tormund. That's a that's a tough one, and because like the first one you would kind of go to at least personality wise is Bakhtiari, but right. okay, but I mean he almost has to be Cal Drogo, right? Uh, I feel Bakhtiari. If Rogers is Jon Snow for me, Bakhtiari has to be somewhere in the north. But yeah, yeah. I could totally see like a hybrid of Cal Drogo and Tormund Giants fan. Yeah. And then, then, of course, that makes it all more for you than Rogers is Daenerys. <laughs> so on, so on a lot of on a lot of my other ones, I I I, I took I took a little personal liberty, and um, so like a lot of my other options, I didn't kind of like connect interlockingly, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so like uh, so like how about we let's look at um, let's look at the rest of the Stark family. Um, I, I think. I- Honestly, and but this one, this one, I think almost kind of fits too. Uh, Ned Stark, the the Sean Bean himself, that's got to be Mike McCarthy, right? Absolutely, they both <laughs> lost their heads because they're so stubborn, and they're so uh, like Ned Stark was so. Uh, God, I can't, I can't think of the right word. He's too uh, honorable. Yeah, McCarthy's too so honorable to his game plan that he refuses to change anything. <laughs> They're loyal, loyal to the old ways, and oh, they don't want to change. Yes. They don't want to change. Yes, yeah. Gods. I, I absolutely, I completely agree with that. And then just, and I originally, uh, Mike McCarthy's Ned Stark. Originally, I had Mike McCarthy as G.R. Mormont, who was the original okay. Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. Who took Jon Snow under his wing. Mm-hmm. He later gets assassinated. But yeah, McCarthy could would definitely be the Ned Stark. Now, um, for uh. Lady Stark, Catelyn Stark. 
this one's going to be kind of interesting. I, I, t- I struggled I, with this one. Okay, go, go, yeah. I think I already know. I went, I went I, Dom Capers. <laughs> <laughs> He's had to sit there and watch so many of the players that he loves just be struck down by injury, and he's tried every different thing to make things work, but usually everything he tries to do ends up backfiring and getting everyone he knows killed. Yes, I completely, completely (laughs) understand. And then, of course, people don't know this, but in the books, spoiler, of course, have you read the books? I have not read the books. Well, in the books, she comes back to life as Lady Stoneheart. And she seeks revenge on the people who killed her and her family. And, of course, because she died getting her throat slit, she can't talk. So, ah. like a zombie. And I, I, I do not see Dom Capers coming back. <laughs> so, I think it was a good decision on the show not to bring her back. That's kind of weird. Agreed. But I, I think it would be good if Dom Capers stays stays hidden for, for a while until we forgive him. Because I do give him a lot of credit for helping the Packers win that Super Bowl. Now, I have one for you. Okay. I'm going to go a little bit away from the Starks. Okay. I'm going to go to the King's Small Council. Varys, the Master of Whispers. Mm-hmm. Who do you think? And this has nothing to do with necessarily the, the NFL or the league. So I didn't plan this one out ahead of time because that one was I, – I was running low on time. I, ran, I didn't have time to think about this one. That's why but, this is fun. But <laughs> – if we're going outside of just players and the NFL strictly, mm-hmm. you're going to get this. Come on. It's got to be Adam Schefter. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Adam Schefter is the various. He has his little birds everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. And then even taking it a little bit further and going way outside of the league, you all remember Alice or Thorne. Mm-hmm. Huge jerk. I have him as Skip Bayless because Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is Jon Snow. And then – Jano Slint. Remember Jano Slint? Yeah. I have Colin Cowherd as, as him. <laughs> uh, they both hated Jon Snow, and they both yeah. hate Aaron Rodgers, and they're both just obnoxious. I, I think that, that 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 fits it. And then because they kind of look alike and they just have the, the face that I want to punch, I have uh, Peter Baelish uh, with Pete Carroll. <laughs> <laughs> they do look – yeah. Pete Carroll could definitely be Peter Baelish. Yes, um, there's a sneaky, cunning little rat about him, you know. Now this, I went, um, I went inside uh, the Packers for uh, for Mr. Baelish uh, because I actually, uh, I really almost kind of fell in love with uh, the Baelish character. Um, like <laughs> a weird part of me, I I don't know. Um, so creepy. He talks like this. He prolongs because. Because chaos is a ladder. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, Except for the Packers this year, chaos was not a was not. A, I mean, it could be a ladder in the long run if you know if if yes, it gets better and better. But um, and this <laughs> one, this one actually came from our own Packers uh, Pack a Day podcast staff. Uh, Peter Bayless is Russ Ball handling all the money. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and kind of two coins together and make a third. And also, uh, kind of think about it when uh, Ted Thompson was kind of on the way out those last couple of years. People were saying that Russ Ball was kind of the one making a lot of those decisions behind the scenes, you know, pulling strings that weren't 
uh, you know, out in the open a little bit, kind of like what Littlefinger likes to do. Yeah. So uh, what about um, what about uh, the Lannisters? Let's let's talk about the Lannisters uh, now, because I, I think there'll be some fun ones. Okay. Now the uh, first one I have to say is please. I, I know a lot of people are going to say Tom Brady is like Jamie Lannister, the pretty boy. And I said, no, because I'll be, let's be honest, Brady's better than Jamie Lannister. Right. By, by far. I, I, so the Jamie Lannister one to me is, is pretty difficult, but Tyrion, I have Tyrion as a uh, Bill Belichick. I like that. And uh, I think it kind of uh, it mimics kind of where I went with it because, um, like again, I w- I tried to stay Packers, so I went Mike Pettin, uh, <laughs> go staying up in the booth, out of the fray of everything, but still trying to execute different clever things to uh, to get his scheme to work. Mm-hmm. Okay. So who did you go with, Jamie? Then, oh, you know, Jamie, I really. Um, for the Packer wise, mm-hmm. for Jamie Lannister, for the Packers, I would probably go right now. I know this sounds a little crazy, but I might go with Clay Matthews. That's what I had because Jamie Lannister, of course, spoiler, he loses his sword hand and that destroys him. Matthews basically lost his, well, he actually lost his pass rushing hand a couple of times. Remember he broke his thumb in 2013 and now he just doesn't really have it anymore. And, uh, of course, Jamie loses his nice locks, the Prince mm-hmm. Charming locks he had in season one. But yeah, I, I go with Clay Matthews. Although, and that I, that's what I went to. But honestly, when you actually said about losing his hand in Clay Matthews, Nick Perry works in there too. Well, all the times that he breaks his hand and has to wear that big club. Yes. Uh, what See, about the hand that Jamie that, that Jamie uses? Yeah, that's what. <laughs> that's what we give him next time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what about Cersei at the top of the uh, the Lannister clan? Uh, I'm ashamed to admit it. I, I couldn't. I didn't think of, of Cersei. Okay. Um, I went Mark Murphy. <laughs> Currently sitting in charge of everything. Fun. Cersei's fun to look at, at least. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's you know she's technically on the Iron Throne right now, so you know she's in charge of everything. And and Mark Murphy, you know, he's got. Matt LaFleur and Brian Gutekunst is answering to him, so he's kind of the one in charge. Uh, yeah. It's kind of like, you know, in Game of Thrones, if you were a common citizen, you wouldn't really know who's who's actually pulling the strings. Right. It's not like us. We don't really know who's pulling the strings. How much that's, – that's a problem a lot of people have is they don't know how much power each guy has. They don't really know who's making the final decision. So, that, so this is a little Game of Thrones. You don't really know who's the master of the game. Especially, like – Early on, like when Joffrey first kind of became king, and there was that huge, there's that huge struggle between like him and Tyrion and Cersei, like all trying to you know play again. And you know, obviously Littlefinger was still there. They're all trying to you know and play that, against each other. And that is why I run reason why I, I liked having uh, Tyrion. If you go outside the Packers as a Bill Belichick, because Tyrion got so much criticism, and everybody in King's Landing thought that he was to blame. He was whispering in Joffrey's ear what to do. Right. Well, I think Bill Belichick. Gets a little bit of a bad rep that I don't think he necessarily deserves because he's so good. I agree. Uh, here's a fun one. Uh, do you have anybody for Joffrey? For the Packers, Joffrey. Joffrey. Right now, if I could think of anybody because he's just been in the news lately, is Johnny Manziel. <laughs> ha! 
That's that's a really good one. I like that. Cause I, I've seen like he was all over uh, social media today, and I thought Game of Thrones. Yeah, that that that's Joffrey right there. But Packer wise, thank God that we don't. It, this should be difficult because you don't want your team to have a Joffrey. Right. Exactly. So this should be the fact that this is a difficult decision is a good thing. Do you want to hear mine? Because I, I, I literally when I thought when I made this connection in my head, I spent like a good twenty minutes laughing to myself just quietly every time I thought about it. Is it player or coaching staff? Uh, coaching staff. Coaching staff. <laughs> oh, is it Zuck? Yeah, it's Ron yes! Zuck. <laughs> yes. If there's anybody that's Joffrey, it's Ron Mother Loving Zuck. <laughs> Everybody hates him. Incompetent. Dead. Incompetent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, one more that I also threw out there that was fun, and this is like because he's he's a bit of a player in the game, um, but he doesn't get as much as uh, Toman Lannister. I threw out J.K. Scott. Technically, technically, that's no, that's right. Yes, uh, technically. Um, Baratheon. Um, I threw out J.K. Scott just because they're both super young and they look like kids. <laughs> oh yeah, J.K. Scott looks like a guy who won like a, a, like a a game show that he got to be on an NFL team for a day. <laughs> I mean, seriously, he, he looks like that. He looks like the creative player you make in Madden. Well, not just that. Like you watch him like stand there. Of course, you know the the punters stand there all awkwardly, ready to get the ball, and you see his arms, and his arms are like little tiny twigs. <laughs> It's like, man, that guy looks like looks like a high school punter can go out there and look just like him. Exactly. You know, and I'm, I'm going to throw out just some random fun ones. Hit me. Okay. Roos Bolton. Who do you have as Roos Bolton? Oh. You, you can go outside, outside the Packers if you would like. Because I went outside the Packers. And think of it this way. How's Bolton? Arch enemies with House Stark, which right. uh, House Stark is like the Packers. So right. House Bolton is like the Bears. Uh huh. And so, who do I have as Bruce Bolton? Um. Oh, I can't remember the. Co- I want to go the coach's name, but I can't remember. Is it the coach or is it no. Trubisky? No, I, I, had, I had Jay Cutler. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it, because Roos Bolton you know, wants to stab Rob Stark in the back. I can totally see Jay Cutler doing that to Rogers. That's <laughs> true. And also and also Roos Bolton is he takes kind of this laissez faire attitude towards yeah. you know revenge. He you know, he pretty much just lets Ramsey kind of do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, that I, that's that's a good one. I like that a lot. And then um, another one uh, I I just threw out there, you know, uh, Beric Dondarian, the guy with the eye patch, and he gets yeah. Back to life over and over again. He's been brought back like seven times. I have him as Brett Favre, guy who doesn't die. He just keeps coming back and coming back. That's a good one. Back. I like that. What about what about uh, Matt Flynn? Just keeps making his way back in. (laughs) You know, Matt Flynn is like Matt Flynn is Podrick Payne, Brienne and Tyrion Squire. Always going to be the Squire. He's never going to be. A knight, a, a legitimate starting quarterback. That's and, and, and no matter how you treat him, like you know, like obviously he's like he's doesn't have like the utmost. Like no one really respects him a ton, and 
he's still just going to keep staying. Like he's going to stay there with, for, with you the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, here's what I, th- I liked. Uh, and it might just because I really like her character. Um, Yara Greyjoy. Uh, Queen characters that like disappeared for a couple seasons and then came back. But yeah, yeah came back with a vengeance. Um, her name's actually Osha or Asha the in the books. They changed uh, her name because there was an already another character named Osha or Asha. And so I think there was one character's name was Osha and then she was Asha. So they decided that that's too similar. We're going to call her Yara. <laughs> I like that. Um, so I, uh, Gave Yara Greyjoy to Devonte Adams. <laughs> so okay, explain your reasoning for that. So Devonte Adams had to wait behind an older member to take over the number one position. Obviously, Yara had to wait for Euron to die um, and to take over that role. And even now that he has basically the rightful claim to it, uh, people don't really uh, give that wide receiver group for green Bay, a ton of credit just because of how kind of down the, the offense has been the last couple of years. And so, uh, you know, there's, there's not really much respect for him being the number one wide receiver in that group. And also people want to bring in a usurper to the throne in Antonio Brown to take over the number one (laughs) role and rule the iron islands. And so I I thought that was just a fun way. And I, I really want to do Yara because I really like her character. And I think that, She's going to do more, at least in the show, the next season or so. Um, so that, that's why that's why I went with Devonte Adams. Okay. Well, also, spoiler alert, people, plug your ears if you haven't seen the last season. She's of course is captured. Mm-hmm. Remember, her uncle captured her, and now she's in Cersei. So hopefully, Devonte Adams does not get captured. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, how about Melisandre? Do you have anybody for Melisandre? Melisandre, somebody who is. Actually, really, really, really old. Mm-hmm. But looks young. Who, uh, you know, Melisandre? That's tough. You know, I don't. I can't really see a player being Melisandre. That. I don't. Who do you have? Uh, so I went Mason Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> An old can still make magic happen at times, but I mean, he's definitely much older than. I mean, it seems like he's been around forever, but still, I just. I I can never think of Mason Crosby as like being this gray silver this silver fox that he's become now. I still see him as that young guy. Yeah, I know Mason Crosby would not burn a little girl. <laughs> no, no. Well, at least we would hope so. Oh uh, yeah, maybe maybe that game where he missed four x four. That has to redeem himself. Yeah. Uh, let me think of another guy. Uh, I have Peyton Manning. And as Barristan Selmy. Okay. People think they're old and washed up, but they still prove that they had a ton left in them. <laughs> That's good. How about um, uh, Samuel Tarley? Oh, Samuel Tarley. I do. I have, I have Samuel Tarley, uh, Corey Lindsley. Good. I like that one. <laughs> I like that. You know, he's Jon Snow's sidekick. Corey Lindsley is Rogers' sidekick. They kind of even look alike. I was going to say, they almost look the same, yeah. They're innocent, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, Corey Lindsley by far. So, I mean, that's that's a good one. It's it's probably better than the one I um, I thought of, uh, but that's because I made Corey Lindsley Hodor. 
<laughs> because he hold he anchors that line. He holds the door. You know, <laughs> he doesn't have a ton of personality about him. He's just the guy in the middle that holds the door. Um, so so for Samuel, I went Blake Martinez. Uh, went to Stanford, so he's a smart guy, educated, just like Samuel. And you know, he is in charge of the defense. He's got kind of a you know a leadership role, kind of like what Samuel had at times. Um, but he just never seems like he's actually really in charge just because I feel like when I think of the defense, yeah, I think of Blake Martinez as the kind of, as the de facto leader because he's that middle linebacker. But so at the same time, he's, he doesn't have that commanding personality like a Charles Woodson, uh, kind of had when he ran the defense, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. Hodor. Yeah. I (laughs) would be more, uh, Lindsay than anybody else. Can't really think of who else would be Hodor. Has to be a offensive lineman. For oh yeah, that I mean, yeah. The, um, so I want to I want to uh, end. Okay, I'm gonna, sorry, I'm just going to say you know Bulaga. Bulaga is my Hodor. <laughs> I like that. I went. Uh, if you want my Bulaga, I went uh, Jora Mormont as. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, why? Because the right tackle doesn't get any of the love. The left tackle doesn't get doesn't get as much <laughs> as the love. He's been dealing with injuries. He he still keeps coming back to help Aaron Rodgers, but he's just not gonna he's not gonna friend be zone. the number one. Friend zone. Friend zone. Exactly. <laughs> um. So I think the one that we haven't touched yet, and it's kind of the elephant in the room, the undead, blue eyed elephant in the room, is. <laughs> Uh, the Night King. Who is he? Roger Goodell. Yes! <laughs> Thank you! Thank you! I'm so glad that you agreed. It can't be anybody else! Yes! Has to be Roger Goodell and his army of of uh, White Walkers. <laughs> <laughs> well, that... I uh, I thought that was fun. That, yeah. that, was, that was a ton of fun. Well, Chris... You know, uh, in the NFL.com, they they did like some of these where they would compare yeah. Lord of the Rings or Star Wars. It's about time, uh, you know, they have to do something with Game of Thrones. Yeah, and it's, I mean, especially now that uh, this is the end of the season. This is the end of the run, and you don't we don't we don't get a lot of shows like this where a last season of a show becomes a must-see event. And especially not like this where, I mean, the episodes they're, they're saying are going to be almost two hours long. Well, there's only going to be point. six left, so it's going to be like a mini-movie. Right. One, and, and it's like, I, you like don't want it to end, though, you know? So before we go, Chris, one final question. Your take, who ends up on the on the Iron Throne at the end? Who is the winner of the Game of Thrones? You know what I really hope happens is that they realize that a monarchy sucks and they think, let's set up a republic or something like that. You know, let's because, you know, this whole monarchy doesn't seem to work. Right. But I yeah, mean, the, I, I'm going to have to go with uh, if, if you had to tell me I have to pick somebody, I'd go with Jon Snow. I mean, you're right. That that, that ending of, you know, getting rid of the the uh the monarchy as a whole makes sense because it hasn't worked and and really i mean it it almost kind of like placates everybody because you know 
John So's stands are going to be upset if it's Daenerys, you know, and vice versa. Like, you know, you're going to be up, you're going to, people are going to be mad almost either any way it's going to end. Um, mm-hmm. An interesting theory that I heard, and I almost kind of would like to see it just to see how it works, is that um, the Night King ends up as the person on the Iron Throne and basically takes over, uh, and everybody else leaves and goes back across the sea. And, and that's where they, and, and so basically you kind of like, now you've separated everybody, um, you know, by the sea and it kind of ends the threat, which is a a logical conclusion. If you think about it, like, let's get the hell away from where all these. So, so in your version, the white walkers win. I mean, I guess it depends on how you think about the word win. (laughs) I mean, if they end up on the, if it's whoever ends up on the throne, then yeah, they technically win. But I mean, if everybody lives and just bolts over to the other side, I mean, you're. It's basically just like you know, if uh, if I mean, we that, left planet Earth and just you know flew over to Mars. So that means though that the Night King somehow succeeds against Daenerys' dragons. That would be very interesting to see. Well, he does have his own dragon now. He does, but Daenerys has two and. Drogon's the bigger one, so we'll we'll see. Sure. What That's going to be awesome. It's going to be well. It's going to be an event, and I'm I'm very excited to see how it ends. And I'm I'm really happy that we got to do this because it was a ton of fun. And I'm glad that I was able to mix my uh my Game of Thrones nerd culture with my Packers football nerd culture and meld them into a beautiful uh a beautiful baby that I'll raise to be uh, the leader of Westeros one day. Yeah, the nerds will rule the world. <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, for my partner, Chris, you can follow him on on uh, Twitter, at Chris Schimmel. You can follow myself, DK, all the way. Tweet at us, let you know what you thought of our ideas. Um, I would absolutely love to hear what everybody else's thoughts and ideas and picks were because, I mean, that's what this is all about is just a lively discussion about uh, basically, like, I mean, it's just whatever you want. So I want to hear what everybody says. So I hope you tweet at us and obviously also stick with us uh, on the pack a day podcast. Make sure you rate subscribe review uh, stick around the rest of the next couple upcoming months, because it's going to be uh, actual football talk. Not, not me and Chris's, uh, <laughs> you know, outside the box stuff, which I think is, I think is fun, but it's going to give you something special. Something special, but there's there's going to be real actual Packers things coming up down the line uh, that you want to make sure you stick around for. So, again, I hope you stick around with us. And so for my partner, Chris Daconic, say, like we started, Valor Mogulis. Valor Doheris. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. 
clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.